Well, apparently this time we should have bet on the damn Wizards. Dante DiVincenzo is on the list, Ryan. The on Knicks, the, list. Were, the Knicks were up nine. Ryan's got a minus eleven and a half. I got a minus eleven. And then Dante DiVincenzo fouls yeah, Jordan right. Poole while he's stepping out of bounds. By the way, shooting a three. Three free throws, and now Jordan Poole's back at the line again. It's 108-103, 43 seconds to go. I hate this. I, I knew hate it. this league. I knew it. I was like, I'm. this is why I don't bet my teams. I just stay away because they find ways to let me down, and here we go. It's a four-point game. Knicks up 108-104 on the Wizards. You know what? Maybe we just need a complete reset. Let's go to overtime. Let's get some more uh, Julius Randle points and rebounds here so that can go over, and then the Knicks just win by 12 in overtime. How about that? I've moved off this one. We're screwed. It's yeah, over. it's not happening. It's over. It's dead. I'm but sweating something. It was a terrible. What are you sweating? Uh, I'm sweating the first half of Utah, which I thought was dead, and it was they're they're one and a half point dogs. Ryan's got the plus three and a half, so it's good for him too. And they were down. It felt like twenty twenty five points. Mm-hmm. So I felt like okay, I should probably not look at this or think that this could ever come home for me. And now it's a three point game with three minutes left to go in the half. So we'll just pretend. Like, we're not going to watch anymore, and then we'll look up at halftime and we'll see. But we're in, we're in range. We're in range. Do you guys like anything in uh, – I'm tempted to grab the Pacers at 8.5 against the Kings tonight. Should I stay away from that game? I have no idea which Pacers are playing tonight. Everybody's questionable. Miles Turner's questionable. Ben Matherin's questionable. I was looking at player props. Ooh. Halliburton is questionable. Out. Uh, Aaron Neesmith is questionable. Out. So, yeah, I mean, no, I would, I would, stay, I would stay away. Siakam out, so they're going to start uh, TJ McConnell, Buddy Heald, Benedict Matherin, Jalen Smith, and Miles Turner against everybody's going for the Kings. Yeah, you're right. Stay away from me. Stay away, City. Uh, I will play. You know what? If, if this one doesn't hit, no more NBA for me the rest of the year. I'm going to go under in <laughs> Minnesota, Memphis. It opened at 216. We're at 214 and a half. No Desmond Bain. Obviously, no Ja, no Brandon Clark, you no already D. Played Rose. This, right? No Marcus Smart. Yeah, I'm going to play it a little bit again. Nice. I like this one. You know, this is why I'm going to savor every NFL playoff game and bet a ton on that Same. and just be very trickly during the week, little sprinkles on the NBA. Because yeah. once the NFL's gone, That's it's gone, guys. And I had such a great weekend last weekend. I mean, it was one of my best of the season. And now I'm sitting here looking at the NBA, and I'm sweating out the Knicks who can't even cover against one of the worst teams in the league. I'm going to miss the NFL. I mean, at that point, maybe I'll just wait till the NFL draft to bet anything again. Good God. Yeah, yeah we make a it's lot a of money during the NFL draft. Point, it's a three-point game. Yeah. This may really go to overtime. Not happy about it. I usually uh, bet the Wizards, too. Didn't tonight. Should've. We know. That's Should've. that's what we try to get you I, to stop doing. I didn't take the Wizards because of the of the intro. Never bet on the Wizards. Never bet on the Wizards. But it was it was a big number and it felt very stink. I need thirty five. <laughs> I need thirty five uh, points and rebounds anyway for Julius Randle. So he's at uh, twenty nine. So maybe, maybe overtime. That's what I'm going to hope for at this point. Because yeah. they're not going to cover. I'm actually hoping for overtime. Problem is, uh, OG Ananobi's at the free throw line right now, and there's six seconds to go, and the Knicks are up three. So one of these pretty much seals the deal, and uh, that first one goes in. So this is going to be a, a big nothing burger for me in this game. There you go. Game now is seven-point lead for OKC, just because they won't stop fouling Shea Gilgis-Alexander when he's in his shooting motion. Hmm. Fun. Fun, fun. Okay, well, Knicks are on the list for me now. Maybe I'll uh, go two and two. Yeah, this is... 
And on top of that, Jordan Poole has 24 points. Eight, eight of eight from the, the free under? throw line. No, I didn't take oh. anything. But I, I don't, I, because you never know what you're going to get from Jordan Poole. But it's like one of those nights where, why couldn't this be the off night for Jordan Poole? Why does this have to, I mean, I know he's 7 of 18. It's not like he <laughs> oh shot the God. ball particularly well. But, like, still put up 24 points. They can't miss over there in Oklahoma City. Yeah. Josh Giddy's hitting corner threes. That's you know you're absolutely dead. That at least is going to hit. I'm hoping. Yeah, he's at. Oh, yeah. Actually, good God, points. he's already over. It was just 20 and a half. Oh, my PRA. Goodness. So that's over. Ding, ding. There oh you gosh. go. That's feel a little bit better about that. God. That's terrible. All right. No more NBA for me. No more NBA talk. I can't look at it. I can't right, think fine. about it. That's fine. You know what? We'll league. just, we'll just leave it me. alone. Uh, what about betting hockey? No? How'd <laughs> no. that go? No. Just football, and then I'm off for the year. How about Mark Andrews possibly being back now for the Ravens talking. this weekend? Now, according to John Harbaugh, he's saying it's, it's up in the air, which is fine, and that's what they should be saying. Uh, but just the fact that we're even having this conversation that Mark Andrews could be back now for the playoffs for this team that's already kind of still looked re- – I mean, look, they've – not to say that they've played – they're fine without him. They're going to be a better right. offense. But they've still thrived without him out there. Yeah, and this is a good matchup. I mean, if he's fully healthy. I can't wait to see what they price his props at. I mean, if he even plays in this game. I I do think that he at least tries to give it a go. If not, I want to see what the Isaiah Likely props look like. Mm-hmm. Cause, I mean, the Texans really struggle to cover the middle of the field. Linebacker's not great in coverage. Safety's not great in coverage. So as long as it's not, like, super windy, that would be the look. Because I don't have a whole lot in this game as far as props in Texans-Ravens. In fact, I don't have anything right now. Uh, so Me neither. If we get Mark Andrews props up, though. Let's see. So right now, if- the, yeah, the only – we got quite a few up in terms of receiving. You got Zay Flowers, Dalton Schultz, OBJ, Rashad Bateman, Nico Collins, and all those. But, yeah, none of the tight ends yet, yeah. which makes sense. I mean, obviously you're not going to have that until we know what Mark Andrews' status is going to be. But, I mean, this if the Ravens now add Mark Andrews, even in a limited role – Defense is, I mean, beyond even Houston, have to respect the fact that he's out there on the field. It just adds another dynamic to a team that's now given Isaiah likely, uh, you know, more targets. He's gotten more involved in the offense and more comfortable with it now. Yeah, and I like likely in this spot. I am worried about if, I, I would much prefer taking Isaiah likely if Mark Andrews is not a go. Because I have no idea. And and we talked about this earlier this week. Ravens aren't a big two tight end set team even with Todd Munkin even mm-hmm. less than they were with Greg Roman yeah for me it just comes down to weather really to be honest with you guys and the price for Andrews because yeah. even if he's like 60 percent I mean he's that's Lamar's guy out there right I mean it's been his best wide receiver other than this year uh even though he's a tight end for the last couple seasons so if he's out there I definitely think his props are worth a look but yeah this is I mean I bet the under in the game so I don't want to do a whole lot in this one uh in, in Baltimore, Houston. Yeah, I mean, the only other... Th- yeah, Mark Andrews would probably just be... I mean, maybe you're going to get a really low number, but you're right. I think that's... It's it's going to get a little complicated, especially with how they maybe spread the ball out with that. How about this, though? Bill Belichick, second interview with Atlanta. Yeah. He may be coaching the Falcons. Wow. Like It doesn't matter what team Bill Belichick coaches. It's going to look weird, right? I don't really get the fit in Atlanta. Yeah. Like, it I mean, just doesn't, I feel like, now I know he's reportedly said he wants to go coach a team that's talented, that's underachieving. We would certainly argue that the Falcons underachieved. A lot of talent on offense, improved defense, but nothing's going to matter until they get their quarterback. But if you've got Bill Belichick there, I, I just, who's the offensive coordinator going to be? How are you going to utilize those weapons in a way that Arthur Smith didn't? And what are you going to do with quarterback? Yeah, I mean, that's the question, right? Is it going to be Josh McDaniels again? And then, like, is that going to work when you don't have Tom Brady uh, in, yeah. in 
You don't have a quarterback right now. I I get why Bill would want to go to Atlanta, though. I do think that that's one of the better jobs, right? That, I would say the Commanders, because I want to go to the NFC. I don't want to take my chances in the AFC against Joe Burrow when he's back healthy. No. You know, Josh Allen, mm-hmm. Patrick Mahomes. I'll go to the NFC and take my chances against Dak and Jalen Hurts and Jordan Love, who does look really good right now, and especially in that division right now, uh, in the NFC South. That would make complete sense for Bill. You know they're going to spend money. They spent the fourth most money on the defensive side of the ball last year. They'll probably look to add a little bit more, and if they get their quarterback, whether that's a Jaden Daniels, a Justin Fields, a retread, um, and they get the right OC, they do have weapons, man, obviously, with Bijan and with Kyle Pitts and with Drake London. They just need a quarterback to get those guys the ball, but it would make sense going to the NFC South. Saints are a dumpster fire, and now they're really in cap hell. I think they're going to have to rip the Band-Aid off. Um, who else you got there? Carolina doesn't look any good. I don't, I'm not sold on Bryce Young, so I definitely want to go against mm. them twice a year. You know what I'm saying? So I, I, it makes sense. Why I guess Bill from that perspective, in terms of scheduling, yeah, that's certainly going to make sense for, for, for Bill, him. his legacy, I don't think it matters, but I think it, like maybe in his mind, yeah, you want full control. You'll get that in Atlanta. You want an easy division. You get that in the NFC South. And you got a better chance at winning a Super Bowl. And for Bill, it's all about getting back to the Super Bowl, at least getting back there. Because when him and Brady got the divorce, you know, the legacy thing was, well, Tom always needed Bill. Turns out Tom didn't need Bill. Yep. And uh, Bill maybe needs Tom. So now he probably wants to get his uh, ring without Tom. I don't know that it happens in Atlanta, but he's got a better shot there, I think, than in the AFC. Where does Atlanta picks uh, where in the eighth? So they're eighth. Yeah, so that could be Jaden. I think Jaden Daniels Daniels. off the board at three to the Patriots. They could yeah. take. I mean, they could take it. It could go Caleb Williams, Drake May, Jaden Daniels. Well, and that's like the thing. Everybody keeps talking about Justin Fields to Atlanta. I just, if you could move up and you could get one of those guys, hell, even if it's Bo Nix in the right system, right? Like Bo Nix getting rid of the ball quickly to Kyle Pitts, to Drake London with that run game. Uh, maybe it's Michael Penix. I don't think so at eight. But I would almost rather do that. And I like Justin Fields, and I think he would be a great fit in Atlanta. Yeah. Again, we don't know who the hell the OC is, though. But with all that speed, with Bijan, with that run game and Pitts in, in London. But, man, I mean, you'd have to pay him, too. And you haven't really had the chance to properly evaluate him because he hasn't had a real play caller. He's been playing behind a really bad offensive line in Chicago. And the career record, I know win-loss isn't a quarterback stat, but at the end of the game, man, how many games do you watch with Chicago where Justin Fields has a fumble or has an interception? Um, in the right system, you know, you can make the case he's not going to do that, but you have to pay him. I'd rather get the cheap quarterback mm-hmm. on the rookie yeah. deal with the stronger, yes. higher upside, and then you could pay more guys on that defense. Because they spent a bunch of money on defense last year, but a lot of those guys are going to get a little bit older or they're aging. I like Jesse Bates, but, you know, there's a reason why the Bengals didn't want to pay a safety that was approaching cheap. 30. Yeah, and that, and that too. <laughs> and they have to pay all these receivers. They're going to have to try to find a way to bring back T. Higgins. Somehow. Oh, by the way, Mike Vrabel now has also talked to the Chargers. So we're, it does feel like it's like all of the big name coaches are just going around to every. Like, there's not just kind of a one or two. It just feels like it's all right, you're going to go talk to the Falcons, you're going to talk to the Chargers, you're going to go around it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's not like there's just like kind of one. Like, right now, I maybe we could we, at this point, Bill Belichick to the Falcons feels most likely. But when it comes to the Chargers job, because the Falcons talked to Jim Harbaugh a couple of times too, he just. I don't feel like there's a lot of front runners yet for a lot of these positions. It's more of everybody's talking to everybody, and we don't really know how this is going to come together. Yeah, I feel like if you're one of those young guys, you know, if if, if you're Ben Johnson, you want to go to Atlanta, you yep. want to go to the Commanders. The Commanders, that would be that's what I think happens, or yeah. it's, or it's Slowick. You know, I, I think those are the two guys that you want though, because they get to work with their guy, their young quarterback, and grow together. If you're Belichick, Vrabel. 
Uh, you want something that's basically established. already yeah, established. Yeah, you're ready to win right now. Yep. You know, that's that's like that's why Bill's out in New England, and that's why Mike Vrabel's not in New England. And I, I'm not ripping the Mayo hire. That's the guy that they wanted. But I think it's because if you hire Mike Vrabel, then you're telling people, hey, we're going to win this year and next year. And Patriots aren't doing that. They're not winning anything. And I don't so. think Vrabel wants to go to a situation no. that's that stringent either. Yeah. Like there was all kinds of conversations and rumors about Vrabel having tensions with the front office in Tennessee and going back and forth with ownership. And so he clearly is one of those guys who he wants his opinions to be heated or at least to be involved in every single decision that the organizational organization makes. Whereas somebody young like Ben Johnson probably is like, yeah, you guys do whatever you need to do, and I'll be able to like figure it out with the pieces that you give me. Yeah, yeah. I, I But... Yeah, I agree. Uh, for sure. <laughs> it's I just I mean some of this is just I don't even know if it's necessarily where you can make like a true de- a, like a, a I'm just really like because now I'm looking at Cliff Kingsbury too, like the offensive coordinator for the Bears. He can't like, be a real like, thing. This throws it. Apparently, he's highly sought right now. So we even throw that in, and like I know obviously that you're still you, they the Bears don't have a head coaching vacancy right there. But if it's, it's a Cliff Kingsbury and Caleb Williams, they're talking about that being the the pairing that happens there. I don't hate it because they because they like each other. Yeah, and they work together I at USC. That, that like that makes sense. I don't hate Cliff Kingsbury the play caller. I hate Cliff Kingsbury the head coach. Although is he a great Great play caller. I don't I mean, know. We, we uh, saw what not it, with Kyler. Yeah, but with Caleb Williams, I would rather. I think the upside's stronger, higher for um, for him and, and and Caleb together than Greg Roman. And I saw that uh, you know, like six seventy, the score they posted that on Twitter. Which pairing would you like better, uh, Cliff Kingsbury and Caleb Williams mm-hmm. or Greg Roman? I would rather go Kingsbury. And I know Roman's had some success, obviously, like especially year one with Lamar. Um, but yeah, no. it just tends to not last. Yeah. It's like cl- he ends up getting really stale. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, again, like the familiarity with with, with uh, Caleb and with, and with Kingsbury's there too. So do you I'd think like to that, see that? Do you think that if they hire Greg Roman, that means that they're keeping and they're going to stay with Justin Fields because that's the same type of a blueprint nah. of a player that Lamar is? You know, this dual threat, you I know, think. quarterback, and that's not really Caleb. I think it's Caleb. I think it's got to be Caleb at number one. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're just not going to have this opportunity again. I mean, who knows? It's the Bears. So if Justin Fields stinks, you could have the opportunity next year. But that's the difference between picking between uh, Caleb Williams and Drake May and picking between uh, Quinn Ewers and Shador Sanders. You know? So I, if I want a quarterback, if I need a quarterback, I'm getting him now. And I just I haven't seen enough from Justin Fields. How and much, I like Justin Fields. How much better, and maybe this is going to sound really disrespectful, disrespectful, but... How much worse is Shadur Sanders than Drake May, Caleb Williams? That's a good question. I don't know yet. I, I think Shador could be good, but I also think Shador, like right now, is missing team meetings to be at Fashion Week in Paris. So yeah. I'd rather have Caleb or Drake May. Like the knock on Caleb is that he cried after his defense gave up 700 yards with his family. I don't give a damn about that. Is he want to win a the game? I want a guy that cares about football. Yeah. Thank you. Exactly. Yeah. And I, paint I, your nails, Caleb. Paint them. Yeah. I don't know I'll why. come over and do Everybody it for you. Everybody overreacts to the dumbest stuff. It's bet MGM tonight.